0: I wanted to book you on this uh, show that I do. It's that basement show. There's no mic, no chairs, and unfortunately, this time around, I can't pay you, but there is a buffet.
1: Cops retirement party. I got no room for you to stay in, but there's free drinks. You wouldn't mind uh, hiding out for about a half hour, 45 minutes, until the uh, birthday girl gets there, would you?
0: wondering if you'd like to do comedy uh on a boat not a very big boat kind of just like a yo boat really it's just a canoe let me know if you want to do the gig yeah thanks for joining us tim we really appreciate it man
2: thanks oh for- man i had to clear my schedule <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure at, i'm
1: sure you always have the best outfits on in the biz uh, uh,
2: I followed uh, Johnny Cash's advice. I woke up and picked up my cleanest dirty shirt, so <laughs> good to go.
1: And you're wearing an American flag cowboy hat?
2: Uh, I mean, in honor of, you know, our great country and what we're going through.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. Yes. I mean, that's a, it's, a, it's a shame we don't have a visual podcast as of yet. But uh, for those <laughs> at home, the, the listeners, uh, Tim's got a wonderful uh, American flag cowboy hat going on that mm-hmm. uh, rounds out the look.
2: I got this on tour i think i'm pretty sure i was in florida
0: oh yeah
2: <laughs> it was sense. definitely it was definitely a gas station and uh i'm pretty sure it was central florida i feel like it was tampa
0: yeah nice and
2: uh
3: yeah you know it's like that's good, good. i mean
0: now. you know uh gary and i were scheduled to go down to florida right at the i think t- technically gary after the pandemic started we, we were it was like a month in it was like march and we were like we're gonna do a florida run in
1: july <laughs> it'll be over by then yeah we had this oh. con-
0: long conversation and then uh yeah. and then i was like what the fuck were we thinking uh, oh man but yeah so you uh, just, are we doing just, this now or
2: are we into it oh yeah, yeah. we're into oh, it we're, we're in into it, it.
0: Okay. Is, is it is it uh do you have you spent a lot of time in florida there's a lot of characters down there yeah I, I, that's where i started doing comedy oh I'm okay i was unaware yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Complete, yeah. i got Back.
0: my face so tell us a little uh, bit about getting started in florida
2: um it's honestly it's a it's a great place to start because i mean it's it's first of all it's a huge state and it goes from cities to you know bumfuck country hick towns Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) so so you get (laughs) and even the big cities are all just on the outskirts of you know pretty rednecky kind of things yeah yeah Uh, so it's a great place to start and uh and as far as like getting calloused you know and getting ready for anything Mm because uh you know it's got great clubs that I was yeah. lucky enough to get into, but you're also doing a lot of bar shows and then the mics are
3: right. You know,
2: actually for mics, it's it's pretty decent too, because you'll get regular people at the open mics when you're just starting. Um, but I I love starting in Florida. I whereabouts wouldn't recommend uh, if staying I may if I may,
0: long. whereabouts did you start?
2: Um well I, in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. And if you know if you know Fort Lauderdale, it's Fort Lauderdale is right between Miami and West Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. So being in Fort Lauderdale, I could go, you know, an hour south to Miami, an hour north to West Palm. And, that's uh, great.
0: And, and they have, you know, they have, uh, there's an impar- improv in West Palm and an improv in Miami. I'm not sure about Fort Lauderdale.
2: When I started, there was one in all three. There was okay, one in Fort cool. Lauderdale too. It's, it's since closed, they, they redid the hard rock or whatever. It has right, to be
0: right. Yeah. Um. So was it, was it, what was it like when you were first getting started down there? Was it a little rough for you or did you fit right in? Did you have a good time? What was going on down there?
2: Well, when I, when I started it, it I had been playing in a band so yeah. I actually had not a big following, but I had a, a lot of people that I knew that would like come out and hang out and stuff. And, uh, you know, when you, when you first, my first mic went amazing, awesome. but I didn't, I didn't tell anyone. And then my girl told everyone, oh, Timmy's doing comedy tonight. And I get yeah. there and it's like 40 fucking friends of mine, which I would have preferred <laughs> nice. none of them were there. Yeah. Uh, but luckily it went, it went pretty, it went too good for your first time you know yeah. what i mean because i did it once i'm like oh this is this is cake i got this you know? I
3: didn't,
2: yeah exactly <laughs> yeah you're laughing because you know was like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's not always that easy um but I, I i fit right into like the going out and doing mics and, and doing shows all the time that's kind of my lifestyle already from having been in bands and stuff so i was mm-hmm. pretty pretty used to that um
0: yeah
2: and then it, it, it took a little bit to figure out how weird the industry is and how weird the business of yeah. comedy is yeah because you know, I remember you know I'd play in a bar band and we'd each get a 100 bucks a night or you know and the tips I'd walk home with 200 bucks I could barely play bass and I was making 200 <laughs> bucks a night you know and then you get into comedy and you see these guys that are on stage for 30 minutes and you think oh they must be doing great yeah <laughs> and then you find out oh no one gets paid <laughs> you know? I remember I, I did a uh uh like an open mic contest one of the thing, one of those things for for one of the clubs on there one the, like probably the worst club in Florida at the time it was a it was called the New York Comedy Club but it was in Boca Raton yeah and it was just it was just dreadful it was it was a bunch of old Boca people they'd show up literally with their fucking oxygen tanks and it was yeah. you know they had all they had all the the headliners that uh you know, headlined in the 80s and they're doing mm-hmm. Joan Rivers impersonations and, you know, <laughs> what if Jack Nicholson was in The Wizard of Oz, And you know. Oh, one of my
0: favorites. <laughs> that is crushing. one of my favorites. I think I know that guy.
2: Uh, Crabs, some crab <laughs> thing. Or, I don't know. It was, it was dreadful. But so I did the contest and I did pretty good in it, you know, and the yeah. the, the, the owner of the, uh, of the club or his wife, there was, there was some lady that had passed her prime, but was still holding on to that. I used to be hot in the 60s, you know? So she would just flirt with all the guys and everything. So was, that's oh,
0: like most dad. of Florida. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
2: <laughs> and uh, and she tells me, oh, I've got work for you. I was like, great, okay. So she books me to work, like, the following work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she books me to work the following weekend for a guy named Alu Bell. Do you know him? Yes. Oh, yeah. Alu Bell was like, uh, what, was the, what was the Ed McMahon show? Like, pre-America's Got Talent. Star um, Search. Star Search. Yeah. So Allu Bell won Star Show. He's actually a really good comic. And he's he, but he's very would, funny. Yeah, very good comic. And uh, but he would come to Boca a lot because his mother was in a nursing home. So he'd be <laughs> down there like visiting his mom and he'd just do all the shitty rooms while he's there. So I do the whole weekend. I'd never hosted a weekend before. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of new to it, you know, whatever. And I go up to the lady at the at the, at the end, I'm like, all right, so like how do we settle up? <laughs> you know, thinking, <laughs> oh, you called me for work and then, and I'm hosting. Mm-hmm. she's like oh no, no no this is a non-paid gig I'm like "Yeah." You know, after doing it for three oh. nights in a row I'm like yeah okay I see how are this you works kidding without. me oh. Yeah, I was like you oh. son of a bitch just oh no we That's... don't pay you I was like well then you don't really have work for me
0: <laughs> but I do I, I sorry sorry I don't mean to cut you off so, so the, the place that
2: I started at the first time I did uh, comedy was a, a venue that I had played my band had played there before and yeah. And I did, I did pretty good the first couple of times there. And it was a new club. So they were kind of booking everybody. And I got a call from them. This is like a month in, two months into doing comedy. And she's like, are you free this next weekend? I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, this is awesome. And uh, and I said, but I'm going to need, I guess I had already done the other show. It was like a, a Friday night or something. I was like, but I'm going to need 50 bucks for the spot. And she said, Okay. And I didn't know like no one else on the show was getting paid. But oh, I just wow. assumed like, you know, oh, I'm going to go to a spot. I'll get 50 bucks for it. And when we finished the show, I go to the bartender to settle up and they gave me 50 bucks. And everyone else on the lineup was like, how, what, you know, <laughs> the headliner didn't get paid. You know? I, was, I, know, I, I asked for it and they gave it to me, you know. And I, I yeah. honestly, like I had a lot of people that would come out to see me, even though I was terrible. But they'd come out and they didn't give a shit. So the yeah. bar made its money by booking me. I guess, but I actually got paid just for asking for it. Yeah, and then, yeah. Then you realize that's oh, that you get the same pay for the next twelve years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's one hundred percent. I remember the first gigs that start to pay are always like, even if it's five bucks, you're like, I'm gonna need that five bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. I I've, sure. I've noticed a theme with some guests that have like in, been involved with music and comedy. Did any buddy from you know that world that you belonged in uh uh, or came from did they try to combine the two and we're like oh you're doing comedy now now you can you can run this concert or were you too smart for it
2: Uh, yeah i i'm very leery of combining music and comedy i just i I just think of them as 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 much as so many comedians are are musical like don't you play don't you do music chris
0: me no i'm the least musical person you've ever met Uh, (laughs) i can't even carry a fucking tune people start throwing rocks at me
1: when he performs it's like uh god
3: is singing
0: (laughs) (laughs) i try it doesn't stop me from trying but uh yeah yeah uh we Uh have done we have done musical comedy we have done like sketch like put music in sketch and stuff like that but i wouldn't i wouldn't say that that's something that i'm i'm good at (laughs) at yeah
2: no i'm i'm I'm, i don't even like i just think it's awkward when uh you know a comedian at a rock show it just it just it makes me uncomfortable you know like i know uh we were we were on the road last year and metallica was in town and my brother went to see metallica and jim brewer is doing this opening thing for metallica and it's like you know as much as people love that guy Mm-hmm. The people that are at the show want to see fucking Metallica, you know, <laughs> like shit on fire and rock out. And he's up there like doing a man in the street, you know, interviews with, with I, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just made me, and, and, you know, my my brother said it was it was so cringy, you know, <gasps> unless, I don't know, unless it's like, uh, you know, like 70s. Neil Diamond's doing a concert and you got you know David Brenner opening for him or something like that yeah. I can understand I can see that but right I don't know man and I've had opportunities and I'm just it, it, doesn't, it doesn't
0: yeah it's rough I, I mean know. I've been in those situations in rock clubs and you know when we started out in Boston they'd be like we really like you guys come open up and it never was very good very rarely did it work out yeah um it can be a tough crowd Uh, i just i like when i like when people that are watching
2: comedy are quiet (laughs) yeah i don't want any part of that in the comedy yeah there's something about rock shows uh,
0: where people just there's like this din even when the band you're there to see is on it's like there's always like clanking at the bar there's noise people are just it's hard to overcome that yeah that's really tough so What, I mean, I guess, I guess I'm really fascinated. I mean, I've spent a decent amount of time in Florida. I think Gary has too. Um, You know, collectively, it's probably like a a month or two. I've been, I mean, doing comedy, just probably a little bit more than a month, you know, where we were in there, we were doing, you know, booked at the couple of improvs and stuff like that. But I I find that the Florida has, I don't know if you would agree, but it seems like more character than most of the other places you end up in continental united states are there any real uh i guess like you know people always make that joke like florida man but is are there any like real weirdos you've come in contact with there either either doing comedy (laughs) or booking or you know any number of things on the road driving around yeah and 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 i've done i've done all the
2: much all the big rooms in florida Mm -hmm. we haven't ever done side splitters but we've done all the all the improvs and uh um most of the most of the the b rooms there um and again florida is such a big state that yeah you do get all kinds like i remember we were i was on i was uh middling for and uh laughing which is on the west coast of florida in fort myers which Mm -hmm. gets really it just gets so weird when you get when you get over you know on those sides and ladies in like the second row and her phone rings, and she answers, you know, just straight up answers the phone. And 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 Carl was on stage, uh, Carl Remy was on stage, and I'm sitting, in, you know, it's a it's a smallish room, maybe a yeah. hundred seats or something, but it's a it's kind of a club. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it is a club, but it's not, you know, it's not gorgeous. And uh, the phone rings. And of course, she answers it. And she's just having a conversation. And he's like, "What's what's going on? Is everything okay?" And she goes, <laughs> she says, "It's my son." The goats got out. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to take that one, I guess. I mean, that's that's, that's fucking Florida. Yeah. You, that same room. Oh my god, that same room. Oh, it had a. Uh, have you ever done laughing in Fort Myers? No.
0: I haven't. No. We did I, Captain Captain Ron's or some shit. Cap, we did Captain, some Captain Brian's Captain Brian's. Is Captain Brian's. Captain
3: Ron's.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the Movie themed comedy. I wanted it to
3: did be you call him Captain
2: Brian. Did you, huh? did you call up Captain Brian?
0: Um, we did. We, I mean, my brother oh, yeah. and I were a couple of you know, yeah near duels, well, so <laughs> uh, so we would you know mess around. But uh, the funny thing I remember about that room was we came in. It was uh, Easter weekend, which is insane. Fine. I don't think we weren't playing Easter, but we were playing like adjacent to Easter or whatever. Mm. And we went. And we hung around with them. It was like maybe Friday night. We had some drinks. And he started telling us his favorite comics. And it reminded me of what you were saying earlier about 80s comics, like yeah. comics you haven't seen in a dog's age where he's like, you know,
3: who Bobby I really Collins. like?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, I like uh, ain- that Angel Salazar, or whoever, you know, I forget the guy's name was like holds up the jukebox above his head and he wears yeah. like half shirts. And he's like, yeah, he, uh, you know, he was on 227 geez. in the 80s or something, you know.
2: He was in Barry Sobel
1: is one
0: of my favorites. Yeah, Barry Sobel. Know, Barry that. Sobel. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I've, I've, done, us, I've, done,
2: I've done three shows in Florida with Barry Sobel. Yeah. So he, you, probably
3: you well he probably still does well there.
0: He probably still does well there. I don't want to knock him, but he's like, you know, he just hasn't been around. in I a. Do. Do- I do. I yeah, will. Yeah, well, Gary, we'll, with your help, we will fight <laughs> Barry Sobel. But, uh, I mean, you know, again, I don't know why I'm defending him. Fuck that guy. Yeah. But, uh, So he's telling us about this and my brother comes over and he gives me this look where it's like the high eyebrows. Like he's been talking to this guy and I'm like, I'm not fucking drinking with the owner of this club. Fuck that guy. You know, I'm just like, I'm here to get the paycheck, you know, breeze through, have a fun time, whatever. And I'm like, kind of, I'm like, this is a fish restaurant. This isn't going to be good. You know, I'm not hanging (laughs) with that guy. So like David comes over, he's got my brother. He's eyebrows are high and he's like, Oh boy. And he, he exhales. He's like, like that guy's favorite comic is barry sobel he's like (laughs) he is gonna fucking hate us so my brother's buddy buddy with him on friday the guy watches our act we get off stage and my brother cruises over to the guy and he gives him like the shoulder you know how like you kind of bump someone he just breezes right my brother's like hey uh captain brian what did you think and then and captain brian gave my brother the cold shoulder i think because we had like a joke where we talk about gay people in like a nice way or something you know what Uh, i mean it was like i forget what it
3: was and it was like oh boy that was
0: the end of our relationship with captain Bryan's.
2: wow well i I think it'll be okay
0: (laughs) i think i it'll be fine if i never play there again and you know what the fish sucks fuck you captain (laughs) (laughs) Bryan. i hope this gets back to you i never want to come back to
1: oh it will uh with my help I remember when I did a Florida run with my uh, ex-partner Carmen Morales, very funny comedian. I bumped into you, mm-hmm. Tim, and you were the guiding light. You were the <laughs> the, the, the the thing that that ste- like I steered towards the shore, towards your your laughter, um, and it was uh, in Del Rey. Do you yeah, want to? Us. Do, yeah, could you fill the listeners in on exactly what we walked into? Okay. Um it probably sticks out in your
2: head more so than mine because that's just how it was (laughs) so dada's is a uh it's actually an upscale restaurant that's made from a a house so it's one of those areas where it's just on the outskirts of where all the cafes are Mm -hmm. and some Mm -hmm. of the the zoning allows you to have you know uh commercial areas in residential so it's right on the outskirts of that and uh it's a nice restaurant but they've been doing comedy there on tuesday nights like for 10 years. So people know it as a comedy venue, but they don't really like, there's no promotion. There's no, and then, so then they, like, I guess last year, two years ago, when you, when you were down there, they started doing like real shows where they would book people to come down. And there's so many different venues in Florida. You can do like a run like that yeah. where you do like a one nighter at Dada's, And uh, you, you basically feel like you're in a living room in front of a fireplace. And yeah. the problem, the problem is the door is right in front of the stage. So it's outdoor yeah. eating and then indoor like a bar. So people it's <laughs> <just> constantly <laughs> performing to people walking back and forth Cruise in front of through. you. And then and then the night you were there, like you guys are doing like an 80, 90 minute show. And that no, <laughs> like if you're doing a spot there, you can get through five, seven minutes. Yeah. When I saw that you guys were actually had driven into town, I was like, What? Because I would I well, I wasn't <laughs> living there anymore either. And I'm like, they're doing like real shows here now because this is like an open mic venue. And uh I don't, I don't remember too much about the craziness that night, but the most recent time I was there, this guy was sitting and it's a, it's like a living room. So the guy's sitting at a table and he's just sobbing, just (laughs) sobbing. And, And I'm like, what is going on? You're trying to do comedy when you're like, what is going on? And he's like, my wife left me because her, her boss raped her. Jesus. <laughs> like, oh my, God. Oh my God!
0: Who's the ready for the comedy show?
2: Ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like out loud, just sobbing. And then uh, later he's on the patio because he was inside then. and he's on the patio and I know the guy, I don't know him well, but I know the guy. And um, I'm like, Hey, who's, who's with him? Cause he's not going like he's, he drank till he was obliterated, you know, left his wallet on the bar. And uh, and then nope, he he came with like two people, and they're both like, "We brought him here. <laughs> We're not <fucking> taking him." <laughs> and they just they just left him. I think he finally passed out on the front porch.
0: Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I, it, I heard I heard he's another, still there.
1: He, years he, later.
2: Maybe he's got he's got a lot of wounds to heal. <laughs> <laughs> two
1: two I have immediate to get, things. Uh, two things that I I remember you and I bonding over at that exact place. like As they drag people's dinner tables away from them and put them in front of the comedy (laughs) semi-circle. People are like, I'm trying to eat with my family. The show starts in five
2: minutes. Stop talking to all your friends. (laughs) Come over here and listen to this guy talking about the Revolutionary War.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think you... (laughs) I think you pointed, you're like, oh, there's your biggest fan. And it was like a 10-year-old kid with uh, the most horrified old people. You know, Del Rey is very much like old Trump country. They, like, as the host started to come up and talk about, like, weed and stuff, their jaws literally agape. And the kid was laughing. And you were, like, pointing at the kid, like, he'll love you. Oh yeah. And yeah. they laughed immediately. Yeah. Uh, In and out. I wrote... <laughs> I wrote on the table and took a picture of it because it was chalk tables i wrote uh Wait. i'm an eight-year-old and i loved the comedy so oh, <laughs> just, just to, in case <laughs> there was any complaints and then there was a guy that rushed the stage in a drunken sloppy way when carmen was oh yeah, yeah yeah you remember and yes. i i got up and i and he he started heckling drunk like wow, wow nonsense she handled it, and then he came mm-hmm. and started trying to hug her, and she goes, "No, no, no, don't touch yeah. me!" And I just, I went, "Come on now, come on!" <laughs> I did What Clary Starling does in in, in
3: <laughs> Silence Lands?
1: Come on now, and I shoot, <laughs> I shoot him from the stage all the way to the curb, and uh, he said, "Can I go back inside?" <laughs> and I said. You go on home now <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's a classic
2: de-escalation right there man that's that's classically trained well, that's how you
3: do it
0: you. nobody's better at de-escalating than Gary Peterson
2: <laughs> I'm not that's great at it I know, to get them, I know to get them out I, I know to get them out and it, it's never going to get better they're never going to stop and they, they're they never like give me a second no it's over get outside you're done it's, ne- it's never no
0: well, that's—I I, mean—that's spoken by a true Floridian, right there.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You gotta get out of here. I was once—we were visiting my folks. They're—they're they're outside of Tampa. This is not comedy, but it's karaoke, which I think still qualifies as uh, a show Fire and steaks. comedy, kind of, in Florida. And we were watching just all these characters. It was this place called Mango Joe's. It's in Ruskin, and uh, and so my brother and I are just sitting there. We're having a couple of drinks. Place gets rowdier and rowdier. There's a fight. We witness a woman throw a mug, like a beer mug, off of somebody's face. The guy who's DJing the karaoke bar, he's singing. You know how they sing in between? He'll do like his own song. Yeah. And he's got a cigarette. Takes his cigarette, holds it in the air, dances a guy outside, like in a, like a chicken wing, right, with the mic, and 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 there's like as this melee going on. He kind of solves the melee. Puts a few people outside, and the bouncers help. And then you can hear him from outside just singing the rest of the song. And he comes back in with the wireless mic and just like he basically bounced half the bar, smoking a cigarette and drinking and singing karaoke at the same time. I was like, these fucking Floridians, they know yeah. how to do it.
2: That guy's been around. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I
2: was doing you, a right. Uh, huh? Now you go. I was I, I was doing a. Uh, uh, do you guys know Ken Miller?
3: Oh, yeah. Little, Bill Orlando guy.
2: Florida. He, I I do. He, yeah. He's, a, he's a great comic out of, out of uh, Florida, out of Orlando. And for yeah. years, he ran a Monday night room in Orlando. Whenever I was up there, I'd, I'd stop in. And mm-hmm. I was still kind of new at the time. And But the problem with that is, you know, it, it was one of those venues where you'd get a lot of good comics, but then you get just crazy people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And this one guy showed Best. up, and I think he was wearing like a hat. Like a, uh, like a three-piece suit, but also a costume on top of it. I feel like it was like a carrot or a banana on top, of like half, of the, half costume, half suit. And I'm like, now this isn't going to be good. This is not good.
3: Yeah.
2: And he might have had like some sort of makeup on or something. Yeah. And then he gets on there, and when you said the, the wireless mic, it reminded me of that because it was a wireless mic, and it was, it was the bar was called the, the other bar. And uh he gets on there and he starts trying to do comedy or whatever, and then he just runs. <laughs> I just took off, ran outside, down the street, and just left with the microphone.
0: Oh no! <laughs>
3: and it was a.
2: Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> in the bar going, and I'm like, well, "Yeah, you should not have given him the mic. I could have told you that, you know." Just, I'm not a,
3: stole
0: it. Uh, Never trust a guy in a three suit wearing a banana costume. Yeah, no, no. I mean, that's. <laughs> could you describe him? <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sketch artist, <laughs> like, yeah. Sketch. How specific do you want it? Yeah,
2: Cl- <laughs> Florida you- is a classic place where you learned. I learned this from actually, uh, Matt Fultron taught me this. You know, yeah. the full charge, yes. He uh, he used to tour
0: with store um, guy,
2: yeah. He's oh, he's been he's, he's yeah, he, yeah, he was at the store for a long time. He's, he's back in New York now, but okay. um, <clears throat> he used to uh, feature for Kreischer,
3: okay.
2: And so Kreischer would come to um the full the florida improvs all the time and yeah. my buddy matt would open for him a lot so mm-hmm. it'd be the three of them guys on the show so i'd, I'd go check them out a lot and you know yeah. Chrysler's crowd is you know pretty insane yeah and matt taught us there he's like never leave the fucking club you know have the drinks in the club have the drinks yeah. at the bar after the club and and you would see all those people would come up to him. And that was a valuable lesson because we would get that on the road a lot. They 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 hang out with you and they're all like, hey, come back to our place, come back to our place. I'm like, yeah. I'm not fucking leaving and going to some bumfuck Ocala <laughs> trailer park with you to get some <laughs> beers just because you saw us on like, no, uh-uh, no, 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 no. I learned that valuable lesson.
0: You never know
1: where you're gonna end up. No, fuck no.
0: I'll
2: you, stay you safe you have a and
1: warm here. I I, I love that. Uh, you have made like almost. In, it's funny that you bring up Kreischer because he has these crowds that are typically rowdy. They're you know drinking drinkers. They're party people with uh, Dope City, um, and a lot of your tour stuff. You guys, you guys typically pack the room and mm-hmm. and and work off like an interesting system of comedy where it's like the tickets are are almost free sometimes and you work off that, I, I I, was like, there's no way that that hasn't brought a lot of people just thrown the fuck out, <laughs> just people <laughs> that come to drink, and drink, and drink, because they're like, free show, why not, because anytime free is thrown out, it attracts yeah. up crazy, do you have any that come to mind that you're like, oh, this is, this is the I- best one, I, I
2: got to go all the way back to mm, Saturday.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, luckily, we, we we well we figured out a, a thing to to get an off night when the, when the rooms are doing uh comp nights anyways.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And we'll we'll get out a lot of comps and then we'll sell we'll up we'll we'll sell like upgraded seats. You know, so like you can reserve your seat in like the lower tier. And that works out. That works out great. The problem, if you just fucking straight comp a room, you know, it's it's tough. But uh, we were we were just in Texas, and um, I guess we we did the Friday show. No, it's not the same on weekends, obviously. So we did a Friday show, and we were listed for just one, and it didn't. There's not real technical sellouts right now with COVID. It's like how yeah. many do we want to put in before we're afraid that we're going to get shut down? You know? Yeah. All the you know, it, it's very gray, especially in Texas, mm-hmm. and uh, despite being red. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if it's red, it's gray. <laughs> <Tell me> <laughs> <two>. <laughs> if it's red, it's gray. It's probably going to be green at the end of the night. So. Yeah, stay out of those fucking liberal snowflake bullshit states. Comedy. <laughs> yeah, mega brother. <laughs> fall for this hoax bullshit so, <laughs> so we
3: get a call we're doing, we're doing friday.
2: we get a call from the club on on thursday night at, at uh at hyenas that tickets are going really well and he wants to add a show what's 9 p.m on thursday we're doing friday night we already have one show that, that's pretty good so we're like mm. all right let's hit up all of our fan base and say hey you know uh we're doing free tickets for the late show Free and like I said, free, in, or you could reserve your seat. So we did free tickets for the late show on a Friday, which we don't usually do, but because we added the show literally 20 hours before showtime, we're like, let's get some people in here. And uh, yeah, it was bad. And then the way we're doing it now, it's just it's just me and Matt co-headlining. So we're each doing about 40, and we actually brought um, or or whatever. It was a late show, so we were able to do a little bit long. But we had a local host. And then cj uh featured for us and um the local host is he's a good comic and he was up and literally two tables walked out before he was four minutes into the show
0: wow like what well
2: now what what happened was the first show was pretty much sold out so everybody that was there for the late show they just sat him at the bar so these people have been already drinking for like an hour yeah it was just. It was one of those rooms where you just hate everybody there and you're like, Why yeah. did you do show? You know, the first show was great. We could have just done the show, <laughs> go hung out. So we do we do the, the late show and you know, it was free. No, if you give a free ticket, it doesn't mean I'm gonna drive you there. You can eat all you want, you can drink you still have to buy a drink, you know? Like I don't yeah. know. So this one table was being they were just being like loud and they were drunk and And it sucked. I watched, I watched him do it through the first three comics and I was, I was closing out the show, but I think during Matt's set, they finally kicked him out. They kicked two tables out and the lady's out front and she's just screaming about having to pay for her food and and stuff. And it's like, you ate yeah. And the board manager there, he's like, this is what you drank. You have to pay for what you drank and you have to pay for what you ate. Like it's not free food, you know, and she's just doing the whole, you know, I didn't, I didn't order that. I didn't do this. And like, no, you ordered eight shots of Hennessy, and you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta pay for him now. And uh, but I felt so bad for the other three comics because when they went up, it was kind of like a zoo, the whole. <laughs> and then I went up last, and they had already cleared out like four or five tables that were just rowdy, and it was perfect. <laughs> the, guys, <laughs> the other guys weren't even in the room, and they were outside. Like this is terrible. And I went up and had a fun set, and I, I come off stage, and they're like, how was it? It's was like, fucking great. <laughs> what are you, what are you? You're that
1: you. asshole yeah.
2: that has yeah. the best set and they're yeah. like what the fuck? i just happened to get like <laughs> that sweet spot after they cleared all the fucking la- and the people that were left like wanted to have a good time so it was yeah it was fine but but of course they were they were screaming about you know paying for their drinks and then uh yeah you know some of the clubs were if you put fucking 350 people in on a tuesday night anyone that's going out to fucking drink on a Tuesday night, you know, it's, it's going to be, <laughs> all right, you know, buckle up. Let's, let's yeah. see how we get through this. Yeah, uh, We've had a, we've had a few where, uh, or, you know, they'll be drunk when they get there and they try to walk out on their, on their, on their tab, which, which pisses me off because in the club acts like it's our fault. It's like, I, I'm not working the door. I'm not serving the drinks. You know, you I see them walking out with the funny bones, do those souvenir drinks. You know where you get like the glass tumbler, you get to take it home. And I see them walking out with like twelve. <laughs> I'm like, The club did okay. Don't tell me that they were rowdy. They might have been rowdy, but at twelve bucks a drink, you know, <laughs> we can we can accept them being a little a little rowdy as long as they're not fucking up the show. But yeah, you know, our crowd drinks. We we did a uh, Miami on Thursday last Thursday, and they had like the highest. Uh, they they do like a calculation of how much people are drinking they had their highest they called a ppa per person average they had the
1: highest they had all year on our show oh
0: wild (laughs)
1: it's not bad you know that's that's For a fraction of the amount of people that could be there safely (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: yeah we were at a a quarter capacity but they drank more than anyone's ever drank in this place
3: (laughs) um just keep
0: yeah, uh, my question is because it sounds almost like like Florida has a lot of sort of uh, almost it's like more akin to a, a an escape room than a comedy show. But uh, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm obviously kidding. But have you ever ended up in a place that's what's I guess the question is, what's the most unlikely place you've done comedy in Florida? Um, oh, in Florida. Or, or really anywhere. I mean, I guess that could be well, anywhere. I did, I did
2: one shitty I did one shitty bar. Again, it was on the west coast, and it yeah. paid, I, 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 and I had, and and it was a ride. I went with the, I went with, a, I went with a, a headliner, took me with them to
0: feature. That's awesome.
2: And, uh, but it's one of those places when you walk, as soon as you walk in, it's depressing. You know, it's mm-hmm. just sad. you know, <laughs> what are we doing here? And the
1: staff is upset
2: that they were yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> and I there was a, there was like a, the front. It was a, like a restaurant bar. Yeah, and it was like three rooms. One side was a restaurant. One was kind of a showroom. Like it, it, no feel of a showroom, you know. Mm-hmm. And he actually was the
3: saddest thing.
2: He had headshots, and it's all basically open micers. You know, it's everyone I know from Miami that had driven over to Fort Myers. That doesn't have seven <laughs> minutes, and he had their pictures framed on the oh, wall. And were just laughing. True. I don't want to say anybody's names, but I saw these yeah. names on there. I'm like, you're not working any club. I was you know? <laughs> <laughs> what a waste of an eight by ten. <laughs> so, so but i'm getting paid and I, like i said i have to drive yeah. it was a wednesday night or some shit this is several years ago and I, yeah. I go to the back bar and now the the there's a there's a restaurant as you walk in to the right's the restaurant to the left is the showroom and you go straight back and there was actually a, another a bar area back there and there was only like three people at the restaurant the showroom wasn't open yet so i go to the back bar <laughs> I sit at the bar and I said uh, yeah can I get a beer you know I'm one of the comedians and the lady looks at me and she's like are you any good and I was like listen <laughs> if either of us were any good neither of us would be here right now <laughs> I
3: was
2: like, no. no no I'm not I'm right where I'm exactly where I should be right now that's where I am that's great <laughs> you got a, a three year old Florida comic coming here <laughs> that's what you're getting Give me my yes. Miller light. <laughs> was I actually have a picture from that show that somebody snapped, and it's so you know every once in a while you get like that perfect stage picture, and it's just me just fucking holding my head on stage. <laughs> like I was like,
1: "What am I doing here?" But at the time, I'm excited I, about it, you know. But, I course. think Florida, in its mass, is almost like five or six states, mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. the way like Texas has like five or six personalities in its big cities. Is there a least favorite Florida location for you? <laughs> the,
2: the The funny thing is, like, I don't love the shows in Miami. And mm-hmm. I, I, I'm from Miami. I, I love Miami. But the shows there, and I, I think it goes with, like, a lot of cities where there's, like, fun other things to do. Comedy kind of sucks. <laughs> and then the problem with Miami is like I love my Cuban friends but they're they, they don't get me <laughs> they, don't, they don't get a lot of they don't get a lot of nuance no we just did Miami on last week and we had a great show but it was adding mm-hmm. improv but um, still there's just there's just so much that you know if you've only been in the country for 10 years you're not going to get like subtle
3: mm-hmm.
2: I don't even do like a lot of reference Joe I'm not like Mike Lawrence or whatever I don't do all fucking, hey remember this thing that we all loved when we were t-? I don't do that shit but yeah um, <laughs> sorry mike uh, but you just feel like there's not there you got to hit them right in the nose with your comedy yeah. and that's not really like my thing you know and then and then some people will do that hit them in the nose with the comedy and, and it's fucking murders and you're sitting in the back okay whatever you know <laughs> um so i don't i don't love the miami shows and then the other thing is uh, i like a dark room with a spotlight and yeah. it seems like anything outside of the club in Miami, there's a lot of flashing lights. There's a lot of glitter <laughs> everywhere. There's just Elon, a lot, of,
1: just a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like Miami uh, never progressed past Scarface in my mind. It's, it's just kinda it's, it's kinda known for that. Yeah. It's just become that forever. I mean, um, and that's why you know, there's no there's no clubs on, on
2: Miami Beach. There's showrooms, you yeah. know, where people try to do shows, but yeah. I don't know. But I do like, I do love this. Like, you can still say whatever the fuck in Florida. Yeah. Like, you you know, there's no, there's no, no pullback from saying non woke stuff, especially.
0: Nobody's checking your, yeah, checking your, like, pulling like the PC card out and and giving you shit down there.
1: Yeah. They may not go with you if you do something subtle. I lost Ocala, the racetrack, the horse track was it bonkers or something i lost the whole room with my opening joke which was, just, Hi, I was like, nah. it was it was so painful for the next yeah. 60 minutes and it was just like i misfired i just shouldn't have opened with yeah. you know a lot of people think i'm gay that are my mom and <laughs> the whole room went so silent and they were like Gay or like they needed to figure right. out what i meant and like, I like i said
2: they want to be hitting the nose so
1: yeah yeah this this horse track is uh, <laughs> not gonna go well there,
2: gonna was shoot a, me there was up a back there was a club that opened up in, in fort lauderdale and they called it the Fort Lauderdale Comedy Club. And it was one of those little strip plaza clubs, you know, mm-hmm. but it was great. They made it like a little black box and it was the first club that I had like freedom in, it, you know, I was yeah. pretty in there. I was, you know, I was a miker, but you know, I, I, I would do well with the mics and I'd get weekend spots there. And, um, and the owner really liked me. So it was, it was that first club. Like I got to sign the green room wall, you know, and you oh, feel nice. like, Oh shit, I'm cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um and then, of course, actually, Angel Salazar closed that fucking bar, <laughs> closed that <laughs> club because that was like their first big booking, and they way overpaid him, and they paid a whole bunch for like promotional stuff, and he brought in like four people, and it was just it was, it was like the like, last week in the day. Yeah,
0: I blame Captain <laughs> Brian personally. <Yeah.
2: laughs> so, uh, so I'm doing a show there one time, and I got the greatest heckle I've ever got. <laughs> doing something where there's some science in the joke or or something like that and some guy yells out we didn't come here to learn it's <laughs> like yeah you're right <laughs> i'm right. gonna make some fart sounds in this joke <laughs> so that was good for both of us like he he got a better show after that and i kind of learned the lesson i
3: was like yeah all
2: right we'll, we'll dumb it down once in a while Mm. But that that was that was a pretty classic heckle. We didn't come here to learn.
1: <laughs> that is. Classic. We have two final questions, one from Chris and one from me. And then uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. before we get to those, uh, uh, Tauk, folks can find you on uh, the Dope City podcast? Uh, check mm-hmm. out Dope City Comedy at Dope City Comedy. You and Matt Balak, uh, big Bob Dylan fans that are also comedians. <laughs> Um, I listened to your, uh, your podcast last week. It's fantastic. And I'm oh, glad that you stood up for uh, Robert Allen Zimmon. Uh, the, the great Bob Dylan. He's the man. Uh, Chris, uh, you, get a, you got your question and then I'll go.
0: I'm, uh, I'm, I'm almost caught off guard here. I was like just paying attention to the conversation and I, I got lost in the moment. But uh, I guess, um, so are you still in Florida right now? Are you no, down in, there now? I've
2: been in LA for five years now.
0: Okay. Five years out here. So you just get back there, you know, you're still getting back there regularly, though.
2: We go there a lot because we're we're in with all the clubs and like our tours, we kind of book like a, more like a band tour, you know, yeah. two nights here, two nights there. You know, we were doing oh, one right. nights, but now especially the Florida clubs, we can do two nights in, in most of those clubs, and that's a good starting point for us because I can fly down there,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
2: stay with the family for a night or two, and then we 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 usually will rent a van. And that's we can start our tour in Florida or end it in Florida. So then we can hit Miami, West Palm, Orlando, Tampa, and then head on up the East Coast or head towards Texas. So we go back there like quite a bit.
0: That's awesome. So I mean, I guess that's another plug. If if you're in Florida, keep you know keep your eye. I yeah. mean, people already know that you're doing that stuff. But if you're listening, you don't know Tim Hanlon. You're going out to comedy still. Keep an eye out for Tim Hanlon. Yeah, Gary, it's I'm throwing it over to you. It's on you,
3: GP. It's on
1: me for, uh, we'd like our guests to indulge us in a final game of sorts. Uh, It's been a tradition on the show to end all interviews with our guests uh, doing an impression of the world's worst booker, leaving uh, a message on your voicemail or answering Uh. machine. And there's so many things that come to mind. And we just want you to to naturally just channel that that Booker that we all know we've heard and gotten calls from all those details. Whenever yeah. you're ready, Tim.
2: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sw- I'm gonna switch it up a little bit because okay. uh, and let me give you some preface. Like so, so, the way we used to tour more so than what we do now is if we had an off night through our web page or our facebook and everything which is pretty popular we put a couple videos up there and and we and we get our events which just kind of go viral and for anyone not in the comedy industry you can't wrap your head around having too many people at the club is a problem (laughs) but it it is a pro like they can't i'm like okay well let's add three shows let's you know how is this a problem and we can't go that's crazy (laughs) Yeah. Am I doing a specific <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You can We're do whatever, big, whatever you I'm want. Nervous. Yeah. Okay. You can... So so we, we we can't go back to the Cleveland improv because we fucking sold it out two shows in a row on a Wednesday night. We put fucking three two hundred two nights, two shows, <laughs> 350 a show, and it was so busy that they they just won't have us. They're like, "No, we'd rather
3: have That's
0: incredible. <laughs> it's it's fucking insanity. You are you're a victim of your own
2: success. Yeah. So uh I mean the event went like super viral. It was we, we probably should have cut off cop tickets. But so what we had to do was <laughs> so all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I called him and and I say, "Hey, you know, we have Wednesday is like fucking swamped. Thursday was open. Why don't you give us Thursday also? We'll sell out two more." Two more shows give us tuesday give us monday give us monday tuesday Wednesday. Right. we'll fill your fucking club i can sell out six shows in a row on this week mm-hmm. all right yeah <laughs> Damn. yeah it's uh it's just me and craig and uh we can't do tuesday that's no good no it's 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 dad's birthday <laughs> so uh so it's just me and Craig here running the show, and uh, it's we, it's Dad's birthday, and uh, and it would just be Craig. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, what, well, can can maybe someone else fill in for Craig to manage the club? I mean, it's a comedy club; it's not that we'll show up, we'll do the show. You just get yourself. Yeah, it's not like that. It's, it's it would just be Craig in here, and uh, and uh, it, we're we're just gonna do the. I'm like, all right, well, we got we have like. 10,000 reservations we can 100% sell it Monday. yeah we're not gonna do that and if you could um I'm gonna need you to email everybody and tell them not to come (laughs) 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 because we we own it's only 350 and and it's not it's it's gonna be a little crazy everyone yeah but you know we we want to we want to fill the club up we want everyone (sighs) to come Yeah, we don't, don't. if you could just tell everyone not to come or maybe call the box office. I'm like, okay, it's a, a, so you don't want four more sold out. So yeah, no, we don't want that. So then he calls me up like three days, probably. This is out of control. (laughs) Calling the box office every day. Our Our girls can't. They're, they're constantly, they're going to shut down our switchboard. And I'm like, dude, add a couple shows, man. we we'll just add shows. Yeah, we can't. So we finally show up there. After I've emailed everyone, hey, listen, the show's oversold. you got to call and make a reservation with the club, which is what we random them do. So then the box office had to go crazy. So we show up and it was fine. It was fine. There was 300 people there that were all lined up. It was perfect. Maybe a couple extra that they had to turn away. It was like. And I get there and he goes, okay, who's, who's Tim? (laughs) We have a situation. I'm like, what are you doing? This is a very urban crowd. I'm like, Oh no. oh boy, Is that what what it is? It's an urban crowd. (laughs) So I, I, he's like, I'm going to need you in the box office. I'm like, I'm a fucking, I'm not. So I walk out there. It's just a line of people just standing in line waiting to get there. We don't know. I'm like, it was a comp ticket. If they show up, you let them in. When it gets to 350, you close the door. What? Yeah, this is a very angry urban crowd. I'm like, oh my god! So they hired. <laughs> it's a little bit more of a story than just an impression. But right. he, he's like, we got to hire security. Who's going to pay for security? I'm like, I, I don't know. Do you want me to? St- uh, that's what we had to deal with. So, we, anyways, he fucking survived the night. Did two sold out shows. I go in in the in the room. And again, you feel pretty good. Fucking sell out Cleveland two, two, two shows. Double. We call that a That's double amazing. Banner. And, and uh, on a
1: Wednesday. On a shit. Wednesday.
2: Bought everyone pizza, you know. And uh <laughs> and then one of his workers comes there, fucking killed it that night, you know, because how much did he make last Wednesday when fucking 25 people saw Huggy lowdown or whatever the fuck? And uh he comes in, he's like, you guys are fucking, we're in the, we're in the office, he just paid see us. <laughs> so, like, the head server comes in, he's like, hey, you guys are awesome, man, when are you going back? And I look at the, I look at the, the manager, he goes, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. We're, looking at going you think he'd have us there every week. Yeah. We'll talk about that. And, uh, that was it, man. That, they won't book us there again. Oh, man. I love that. Very it's just me, it's just me and Craig. I'm like, how many people does it take to run the fucking club, dude? That was that was an eye opening experience, man. That was like I I couldn't. They were so they were so they were so (laughs) so furious about the excitement that we caused for their club that they just just, no, we don't like this at all. No, no, no. We want we want 160 people in here, and then we want them to get the fuck out.
0: Unbelievable. On top of that, they have a ten dollar parking lot.
2: (laughs) It probably made fucking eight grand on parking. I don't know. Mm
3: -hmm. That's what you get. Tim Hanlon.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. That's, uh, that's uh, City comedy. So check it out. And, uh,
1: yeah. and the Dope City Comedy Podcast, uh, Dope City Podcast, it's called with Matt Bullock. Uh I've, I can attest to how funny it is. It is, yeah, that's it, on it is everything. a delight. Um, yeah. Check them out and support your local and world touring artists, comedians yeah. in this difficult time. Tim Hanlon, sure. you're the best.
0: Thanks so much. It was great, me.
1: man. Thanks.